Are you a healthcare organization struggling to achieve success? What if I told you that success not only depends on strategy, but also on the right mindset? At the Mindset Gap, their team of seasoned consultants understand the critical role mindset plays in achieving organizational excellence by empowering your workforce to think innovatively, embrace change, and adapt to new challenges. So imagine your workplace, one where your employees and patients thrive, where creativity and productivity go hand in hand, and where obstacles become opportunities. Don't let your organization fall into the mindset gap. Take the first step towards unlocking your potential today and email assist at themindsetgap.com with the referral code GENCAN20 to schedule a consultation. Welcome to the Healthcare Provider Happy Hour. This is a safe space where we invite healthcare providers to unapologetically be themselves after the working day. My name is Jennifer George, and each week I will connect you with guests and stories that will help transform your stress to success and fulfillment. Are you with me? Grab your drink of choice and let's chat. Hey everyone, welcome to the Healthcare Provider Happy Hour. I'm your host, Jennifer George, and I'm joining you today to chat with you a little bit about the difference between depersonalization and detachment. So depersonalization is actually one of the core components of burnout. And the thing about depersonalization, if you've reached this point, is that you yourself have now embodied and become negative, indifferent, cynical, distant towards others in your interactions. Okay, so you've embodied that you've become that as a being, right? Whereas, whereas detachment is more creating a boundary, it's identifying that there is toxic energy out there, and that you yourself are not taking it personally, rather, you know, you're not upset with people directly for who they are, but rather for the negative emotions, um, and toxic energy, perhaps that they might be um, expressing. And you ultimately are not wanting to, you know, contaminate your being with that. Okay, so it's really just making the decision to honor yourself and create yourself and space for yourself to not allow that in your life, Um, especially because when we're at work, and it's already as stressful as it is. And then on top of that, we're dealing with um, you know, a lot of difficult situations and in our interactions with others, it can um, spiral into depersonalization the more we, we let that all in, right? The more we take that all personally and become consumed by it. So one of the things I want you to think about right now when it comes to creating this boundary and detaching yourself from the negativity around you is that first of all, you have to give your per- yourself permission and permit yourself to do it. Okay, there is no reward or honor in subjecting yourself to other people's energies that do not align with you. 
Okay. And this is not as easy as it sounds. And the reason why is because we are generally healthcare providers, caring, compassionate, empathetic, you know, we would be there for our worst enemy in their time of need. That is ultimately who we are. Okay, so we might not think that we're taking that energy on. But at some point, what will happen is if you continue to subject yourself to it, is it's just going to hit you. And you're just going to realize, wow, like I'm in a super toxic environment. And I don't like the person who I'm becoming now. Okay, so really allow yourself and permit yourself to not allow that into your space. Okay, the other thing you want to think about are your intentions, right? So your intentions of detaching yourself are actually to care for yourself. And it might seem counterproductive because we're supposed to be there for others. But I'm not just talking about um, interactions with patients here. I'm talking about interactions with your colleagues, with your employers, and with the greater community at whole. Like when you think about it right now, we are dealing with toxicity on many different levels. We are dealing with it in the workplace a lot within ourselves, but also within the greater community, especially right now with the mandating of vaccinations here in this area, we are seeing harassment from the community on healthcare providers. Okay. And that's kind of the stuff that I'm talking about. So while I can empathize and understand with people's frustrations and their, their anger and things like that, I, I do not accept, I do not accept that kind of behavior or energy into my space, whether it's virtually or whether it's physically. Okay. So we have to create that boundary there. Okay. We do not have to subject ourselves to that. And we have a right to protect ourselves. Another thing you want to do is ask yourself, what is toxic to me? What do I consider triggering or toxic? And sometimes you won't know until you experience it. And then until you experience it over and over and over again, do you realize, oh, wow, this is not productive and aligned with my well-being. This does not serve me in any way, shape or form. Okay. The other thing you want to do is take a look at your physical self. Sometimes it's our physical being that actually alerts us to the toxicity around us. And I don't think we often don't think of it that way. We often think of just more the emotional reception of things in our, in our um, cognitive aspect, but we don't really think about what our bodies are telling us sometimes. And sometimes our bodies are the first indicator. So I've learned for myself that when there is a, an interaction I'm having and I kind of want it to be done with because I, it's not serving to me and it's you know, it's kind of impacting me negatively, then one of the things I tend to do is I look away. Okay, one of the things I do is I look away, I turn my head away, and then I start to turn away and back up. And I try to leave the situation as peaceful as possible. But I recognize within me that these are things that are almost involuntary. It's just kind of my intuitive source doing this. And it's up to me to connect with it from my mind, um, as well, and from my heart to recognize that this is not a safe space, perhaps. Okay, so recognizing that as well is super important. What are the things that you do physically that might be alerting yourself to having to create a detachment there or a boundary? The other thing is who, who in your, who in your circle, who in your workplace um, can you trust? And I've said this before that we only need one person. We only need one strong connection who we can trust, who we can talk about our feelings with, who we can express ourselves around, who will just receive us for who we are, who will try to understand and who will uplift and support us. Okay. This is not every single person you work with. Okay, while it's important to be kind to people, be aware of who you can trust in this regard. I've been working in healthcare now for 14 years, 
And I can probably count on one hand, maybe two hands, how many people this might be in my circle. Okay. So um, be very particular and you have a right to be very particular about who you, you know, let off steam with, let's say, or who you trust and confide in. Okay. So be very particular about that because you deserve that. Also, if you've reached the point where you have become pretty resilient, try bringing a solution to the situation. So this just happened the other day where I was on the floor, I work on an inpatient unit, and a nurse was expressing frustration pretty overtly over the fact that there, there, that there wasn't enough support on the floor for patient care. And so instead of you know, easily going with it, right? And saying, I know it's crazy. We're so short staffed, whatever. Um, I said, well, I can help you. I'm more than happy to help you. And there was no response really to it, but rather I just, she never said no. So I just kind of went in and helped her and things worked out okay, right? Um, Sometimes if you're in a position to bring some good to other people's frustration and negativity because some people are just stuck in it and they don't know that they are until you maybe shed some light and you have to be careful about how um, you approach that because because some people are not ready to receive that this is a staff member who I've known for a long time now so it was okay for me um, to to help and to offer that support but everyone's different so you you just want to be aware of other people's boundaries as well as your own And finally, I think it's just really important to recognize that you don't have to be everything to everyone. And in fact, if you try to be everything to everyone, you end up picking up on everybody's energy. (laughs) And if you're an empathetic person, um, that can that can be very confusing. And that can lead to, you know, a spiral of emotions and feeling overwhelmed on your part and feeling a lost sense of self on your part. So take a look at this list that I've created for you on how to kind of create a healthy boundary to to detach yourself a little bit and um, give yourself permission to do that, okay, and see how it works for you and see if you become more self-aware and sensitive to certain things, certain certain negativities in your area and how you approach them. And if at the end of the day, you start to feel like, wow, I actually had an okay day, I can let that go rather than being overly consumed by it. Okay. So if you like this podcast, please take a screenshot, tag me, my handles at best obsessed with Jen. Um, I would love for you to let me know how this resonated with you. And if you like these podcasts, please subscribe to them, share them and uh, leave an honest review. They're what helps to keep this podcast moving forward. And until we chat next time, remember to stay well and to stay happy. So if you guys like this podcast, please subscribe and leave an honest review. Your feedback means everything to me. Your reviews are what moves this podcast forward, and I always appreciate receiving them. If you want to get a hold of me directly, reach out to me on social media. My handles are in the show notes, and you can always subscribe to my weekly newsletters at jennifergeorge.co so that we can stay connected. So until next time, thank you guys so much again for your ongoing support.